Good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Chujunk, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news stories and events from Natives themselves. Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, we're so lucky and blessed to have great guests uh, on every day, and uh, today is no exception. We have uh, Arvina Martin on uh, in the next segment uh, from Emerge, Wisconsin, for our relatives out in Wisconsin. Let's get uh people out there and uh, women especially to run for office and uh, turn that state back into the blue state that it rightfully is without that gerrymandering. But we'll get into more with uh, Arvina. I just got on a roll there. I beg your pardon. Um, we'll let her speak for herself. And then we got Bob Blake from Red Lake. I just always like to say that. But the first half of the show or three quarters of the show will be a Ho-Chunk show. So ho yeah. Ho chunk show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so we got some updates to some things happening uh, around uh, Turtle Island here and specifically the Twin Cities. Do you want to take a, a little lead in that? But before you do that, Haley, I want to give a quick shout out to Joe Maurer. Uh, yeah. And I did mention this yesterday real quickly, but uh, Joe Maurer, uh, I went to high school with his mom and um, he is now elected in the Hall of Fame and within. A few miles, there are four Hall of Famers in St. Paul. We got Dave Winfield, who went to the same high school I did. Uh, he's like 10 years older, so don't get any bright ideas. Jack Morris, who went to Highland. Paul, uh, Paul Molitor, who went to Creighton. And um, Joe Maurer, who went to Creighton Durham. So welcome. Uh, St. Paul, Is there's something in the water here. And, uh, yeah. you know, you'd be a professional baseball player too, Haley, if you were here. Lived here Aww. in St. Paul, you know, right I around know. me. Oh, uh. I know. Too bad I moved out of St. Paul when I was like three, but that was not my, right. <laughs> my choice. Yeah. yeah, that is amazing. Congrats to Joe Maurer. Um, and just you listed a lot of people that you know uh, that were in the uh, baseball uh, realm, but I that is pretty wild. I grew up playing softball myself and mm-hmm. always had to have the number seven on the, on my back. Yeah. Just because of Joe Mauer, I really looked up to him. I remember, yeah, get, get the applause out for him. But, um, I remember growing up and watching him and Justin Morneau on the same team those Mm -hmm. few years. And, uh, I played catcher. I, I played catcher and I was, you know, one of the first people to bat just like Joe Mauer. So I really looked up to him and I'm happy that he's in our hall of fame now. Well, and that's name drop right here. When we did the live show at Target Field, we uh, uh, talked about uh, a, a twin that's on the team now and had a really good uh, freshman season on the Twins, uh, someone you went to high school with. Yeah. Yeah, no, I went to high school with uh, the good old Matt Walner, who is now uh, playing for the Twins. So, yeah, it's a small world. We yeah. know a lot of athletes, it looks like, but... That's really cool, and it's always cool when they're Minnesota players as well. Well, and then we just have to throw it out there, too. Paul Molitor spent most of his career with the Brewers and uh, his Hall of Fame career, and I know he did end up uh, here with the Twins at the end of his career and then also managed the Twins, too. And uh, oh. Jack Morris was on the Twins for one year, uh, that great 91 season where uh, he had that unbelievable one to nothing game in 91 where uh, – Went ten innings and uh, he threw a shutout and the Twins won by one um, one run and uh, Winfield just uh, was uh, drafted by three different teams basketball professional football and uh, baseball the same year and so wow. he was an unbelievable athlete and uh, it's funny out his brother Stevie was a great athlete and so was uh, a matter of fact Jack Morris's brother is one of the. Uh, top 100 athletes in St. Paul athletics of all time. 
And uh, Jack was a, a little late bloomer. He started to really throw that ball hard when he was uh, pitching in college. Oh, wow. Wasn't uh, Joe a good uh, – he played football too, right? Yeah, Were he you was, telling me about that? Joe Maurer, yeah, he was quarterback for Creighton. And uh, he was uh, – I can't remember what college, but it was one of the best colleges, football colleges. He was going to uh, be their first-year starter. And uh, they're saying, too, that uh, he is probably the greatest high school athlete uh, Minnesota's ever seen because of his – prowess not only as a football player but he played basketball too and baseball and uh i think he took his team to state too uh his senior year as a basketball player and he was averaging 20 points a game that is wow just amazing i'm always so amazed by uh, athletes who not are only good at one sport but multiple i think that just says a lot about a person and and their you know their drive and success and well, when I I hate to say this stuff, but when I was a kid, uh, we all played uh, you know sports year round, different sports, and you never really got into um, you know playing baseball or hockey year round, uh, things like that. You just uh, whatever the season was is what you played. Mm-hmm. So, That's so true. So now it's a lot different, where you could be playing basketball year round and not have time to to play uh, other sports and yeah. You know, well, I hear that that's kind of what a lot of the kids are doing is picking their one specialty sport now and and running with that, which is really cool. Um, I got it. We got to shout out Lily Gladstone's Oscar nomination. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we I, I just love Lily and um, think I think I saw this coming. I know a few other people did, too, but um, it's it was what was shocking was that uh, Marco Robbie wasn't up there for a nomination. Well, and also the director and writer of uh, Barbie 2, which is mind-blowing. This movie uh, made the most money of any movie. It was pretty uh, about girl power, and it's almost like the same kind of backlash that uh, our our friend, our Swifty friends are are getting. You know, it's uh, women in their place, and uh, you can still see that. We're still run by men and uh, making the decisions because uh, she wrote and directed that. That uh, um, and the funny thing about uh, the movie Barbie is about exactly what's happening to her. You know, it's just like, what <laughs> I the know, hell? I know, and people still don't get the message in it. <laughs> I know, what and uh, yeah, I think Jake Gyllenhaal was nominated for that Oscar too, but uh, no one else was for that film. Uh, for Barbie, you mean? Yeah, for Barbie. No, the Ken was uh, nominated. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal plays Ken. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I got to stay up on these names. I guess I'm not hip anymore. Hey, we only got a few more minutes. Why don't we uh, uh, give a quick updates here on uh, some things happening, and um, then we'll get to, to break, and then Arvina Martin will be on. Absolutely. So this is uh, something going on in the Afton area tomorrow, Thursday, January 25th. Um, There is going to be a full moon ceremony uh, and uh, it will be at the Bellwin Conservancy Savannah Center um, in Afton, Minnesota. It will be a potluck. So please bring a dish to share with your own plate, utensils, a serving spoon for our feasting uh, for Grandmother Moon. If you have any questions, you can contact Youth Services Manager Pam Gokey at AIFCMinnesota.org. And then also going on tomorrow on Thursday, the 25th, Little Earth will be doing a community vaccine clinic um, at the Little Earth Gym, which is 2501 Cedar Avenue, Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, January 25th from 3 to 7 p.m. And pre-registration is encouraged. Uh, You can head head over to our Facebook page or Little Earth as well. Um, I like what they say. uh, Bring your insurance card. If none, don't worry. We've got you covered. That's awesome. Yeah, and and uh, anyone six months or older is eligible for the COVID nineteen vaccines, boosters, and the flu vaccine as well. Perfect, perfect. What else? Anything else going on? I know. Yes. I'm, okay, go ahead. <laughs> we just have yeah. like a minute left here before we take a break. Um, NAC is also having a full moon ceremony tomorrow, Thursday, uh, the twenty fifth at five p.m. at Eighteenth Avenue South in the Little Earth. Uh, 
in the ceremony room, um, and that is happening in Minneapolis. So if you're not east side available to get to Afton's full moon ceremony, I would definitely check that one out as well. Awesome. Hey, up next, Arvina Martin uh, from Emerge, Wisconsin, in our normal regular, uh, well, I should say regular Wednesday guest, and then Bob Blake later on. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence. And shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month right here on AM 950. Life can be hectic. Sometimes the pressure can feel like too much, and the emotions can be overwhelming. Hennepin County's COPE Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612 612- Five nine six one two two three. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top ten coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Only the good stuff keeps us awake. I, I am awake. Hey, we have Arvina Martin here of Emerge, Wisconsin. And what's happened, Arvina? What happened to the bangs? I don't know. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks now. What's going on here? The bangs are growing out a little bit, but <laughs> we've got a haircut scheduled soon. And uh, we'll get their last trim before we go into growing them out for summer. So, right on. Well, well, hey, as, as they as warranted, I'll keep I'll keep you updated. <laughs> right on. Well, I follow you on Twitter, so that that's that's sufficient. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, a lot going on here. Can we talk a little national politics right off the top here, and then absolutely. Um, talk, and we got you for a couple segments. Um, so, what is happening here uh, with uh, Trump and Nikki? And Nikki won't, uh, you know, call herself by her BIPOC name, so that's very disappointing. And she's going to find out uh, that uh, Trump doesn't like women and, and BIPOC people. Um, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure she knows that she's a smart woman, um, and I'm honestly surprised that that it took this long before um, Trump started using her her actual given name, which I believe is Nimrata, which mm-hmm. is a beautiful name, um, yeah. and started using it. You know, uh, I believe Nikki is her anglicized name and what what she's been called. Um, And I don't know if that's like what growing up or at school or what the parameters are on her name usage. Um, But, you know, she's she's going to find out. Um, It sounds like her her speech last night in New Hampshire um, set him off a bit. And, you know, he kind of went off the rails during his speech. And I can't honestly even, like, comment on it because it's so, uh, I mean, 
it's it's so wild and and you know we've we've kind of forgotten we haven't been dealing with everyday trumpisms for mm. for like 3 years so mm. it's it's kind of that shocking reminder of of the fact that he will say whatever he can get away with and a lot of times it's nonsensical a lot of times it's aggressive and you know mean spirited um you know it, there's just there's just so many negative adjectives I can <laughs> ascribe to, to, you know, his interactions and his, his public appearances and, and the things that he says while he's on the campaign trail. Wow. And am I, am I off base thinking, okay, there, there's a big percentage that are against Trump because he's crazy in the Republican party and they're voting for Nikki. And so that looks good for Biden when uh, Trump does end up, uh, getting the nomination while he's in prison. Um, you know, I mean, am I, am I off center here there, Arvina? I mean, that is kind of what a lot of the, the campaign data nerds, your Steve, your Steve Kornacki's and, and such, um, are looking at right now. They, they did a lot of exit polling in New Hampshire. And mm-hmm. so they are trying to figure out kind of what these Nikki Haley voters, like where they line up. Are they, you know, uh, Republicans that have always been Republicans? Are they moderates who are just trying to, um, you know, stave off a a Trump victory? Um, Or, you know, there are times when people will cross party lines when their candidate doesn't or when their uh, primary doesn't have to has doesn't have anything contested um they might switch over and vote for someone else um you know whatever their voting strategy is so you know i think that we're going to learn a lot more about these nikki haley voters and we'll be better able to figure out if these folks are going to be people that will eventually put um you know their their nation above their party affiliation um and and vote for the the sane choice, the only sane choice in this race. You know, Arvina, yeah. am I off? Because what I always say, especially to our Gen Zs like Haley, because Haley doesn't have a, a line phone where, you know, she's going to be picking up and doing these uh, answering polls. She's not, you know, the demographic is not there and that looks good for the Democrats. But I feel like we outnumber them, one, and two, what if you're worried about things, get people, our new voters and people that have never voted for registered, get them, get them engaged and we'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, for anybody out there that is feeling despondent or feeling nervous or scared, first of all, um, I'm with you. Um, it's scary to think that we might be on the precipice of a, a second Trump presidency. Um, but really the best thing to do is get involved and get involved with a, a, the, the democratic party and uh, the campaigns, whether that means knocking doors, whether that means registering voters, um, you know, participating in events and inviting people to events with, you know, with surrogates, whether they're administration folks or famous fun people talking about the accomplishments of uh, the Biden administration, but getting involved with your local Democratic Party um, and and putting in work. I mean, all of that time making phone calls and knocking doors, you know, the data shows that that those are really incredible ways to get people out to vote and make sure that they do actually go out and cast their ballot rather than just say, yeah, 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 I'll go. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are so many efforts across the country that are, that are happening. I know that in the the democratic party of Wisconsin, you know, we've got local party units that are working together to, you know, get things ready and, and are working through the spring election to kind of, you know, put together their, their, their strategy and, and, and run it through an election cycle first and then be able to then put it in and it's tested, um, put it into practice for the fall. And I know, you know, the Minnesota Democratic, the DFL uh, party is also incredible and is doing amazing things on the ground. Um, just look up 
you know, your state party and, and see how you can get involved because this is the kind of thing that really does take all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we do need everybody and, and, you know, it's, it can be scary, especially when, when people hear that, that volunteering of needs and they're like, and they hear phone calls and, and knocking on doors, those can be really scary to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, if you sign up to go do that, especially if it's your first time, you know, the, the, the folks that are running that particular canvas, um, will usually help you out and, you know, maybe assign you a partner who knows what they're doing, who's a little bit experienced or just so you're not going out there alone. And there's other things that need to be done. There's tons of data entry. Um, you know, volunteers need food and snacks um, and, and all kinds of things. It just, you know, take a look and see what needs to be done and, and volunteer to do it. And better yet, grab a friend or two to come with you. Um, and, uh, you know, especially I I've been doing this professionally for over a decade now and it's everybody's always so um, excited to see the new folks come in Mm -hmm. and, and they want to make your experience as positive as possible. So, you know, just go into that knowing that nobody's expecting perfection. Um, You know, we're happy, we're happy to teach you, you know, the things that, you know, in order to, to make a good door knock or have a good ask. Um, and, and, you know, it, it just make it as positive an experience as possible. Well, I heard, uh, nationally the last cycle, uh, that there's some houses you don't want to go to. And I think, you know, like you said, um, you know, you, you'll be buddied up with, uh, uh, with people that do know these things. And I heard something that was kind of made sense to me and especially when I look around my blue neighborhood is when you see American flags out there year round that's possibly not a house to go to when you see as opposed to somebody that puts out their flag during the 4th of July and you know Veterans Day and things like that so there's all these little insider things that uh, I never would have thought of because I haven't done this but you know people that will uh, help you and help you if you're new will know certain things like this, Arvina. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, when you are doing, when you're knocking doors or you're making phone calls, you're not just going in blind. Um, the, the, the parties and, and the groups that you're working with create lists based on lots of, and lots and lots and lots of data. And um, then, you know, they, they, you can kind of figure out, you know, who is a lean Democrat, who is a strong Democrat, who votes all the time, and who votes, you know, maybe 50-50. And so you are, you know, you, you know that you're using the time wisely and you're not going out to knock on doors to opponents or people that, you know, you're reminding, you know, Trump voters to go um, and, and vote, you know, it, it, they're sending you to friendly territory and to friendly doors. Um, So. (laughs) Well, that's good to know. That's really good to know. Hey, we're with the executive director of Emerge Wisconsin, Arvino Martin and a groovy Ho-Chunk like us two here. Oh, hey, we'll be right back after this short break. We'll be more with our. Hey, if you're like a lot of people, you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over. But there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts, and that's COVID 19. Numbers from COVID are going up as we spend more time inside. And Native Americans are seeing even bigger case spikes. With all the indoor celebrations over the holidays, you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment. And no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. 
As we pack away the ornaments and bid farewell to the holiday season, it's time to unwrap the gift that keeps on giving, getting protected by a COVID-19 vaccination. This is your chance to make a difference, especially as our Native communities face higher COVID numbers. Those higher numbers underscore the need for collective action. So answer the call and get vaccinated. The latest vaccines are not just authorized, but they're proven effective against the current variants. This is extra protection, even if you've already had previous vaccines, since previous vaccines will eventually wear off. Plus, the new shots are FDA approved for ages six months and up. A COVID vaccine is not just a shot. It's a pledge to safeguard the wisdom and stories handed down by our elders. So join the movement, get vaccinated, and make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more information, including details about clinics offering free vaccines, visit vaccines.gov. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis Air dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis Air on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. Life can be hard. Sometimes it feels like there's no answers, like there's no way out. Hennepin County's Cope Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612-596-1223. Think your company's safe? Your staff is working from home, right? As I speak, cybercriminals are mounting attacks across the country. Remember, when we're weakest, cybercriminals attack. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark. The Rymark team is guiding our clients through these difficult times. In fact, demand has been so high, we created an easy-to-follow guide. It's yours free. Download our five steps to securely work from home now at rymarkit.com or call 651-328-8900 for a no-cost how-to discussion. With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for cloudy skies tonight with a low around 31, Thursday some light rain with a high near 37, and Friday cloudy with a high around 38. Tired of ordinary meals? Elevate your culinary experience with Vinaigrette's premium oils and vinegars. From extra virgin olive oils to balsamic vinegars, they've been perfecting the art since 2009. A family-owned gem at 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis, visit vinaigrettemn.com for a taste of excellence. Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Development Institute, or NACD, in Minneapolis. Hey, we are here with Executive Director of Emerge Wisconsin, Arvina Martin, and, uh, and like I said earlier, a groovy uh, uh, Ho-Chunk, and uh, we're still here, and uh, I just want to say that real quick. <laughs> hey, Haley, you've got a quick question for you. Oh, yes, I do. Okay, so this is something that I ran into um, at the polls. And, well, I guess the first time I registered to vote was um, was in college, I guess, so not too long ago. But um, what uh, are there ways that people can, uh, like, pre-register and vote early or vote without going in person? Or how does that work? Yeah, you need to check with your local municipality um, and your your state laws. I know in Wisconsin, we do have um, early registration uh, so people can go and register, um, you know, at their clerk's office, etc. Um, but we also have, there's my cat, we juke Ron Swanson um, in the background for those of you who might be watching online. Um, uh yeah, so it, check and and look into um, rules for uh, for 
first registering to vote or changing your registration, whether you need to do that, um, change an address or some other status, um, and, and also look up the kind of information that you need to bring in order to do that. Um, and see, check with your local municipality and see what they allow or what, what kind of, um, uh, you know, services, how they offer them. Um, I know in Wisconsin, you know, you can, we also have same day registration. So, you know, if you're coming to the polls, you know, you can bring in, uh, you know, a new, a new utility bill and change your address, um, and, and be able to vote that day. I'm, I'm not sure what the rules are in Minnesota. Um, so I would, I would check on that. And also in Wisconsin, um, you can vote early, whether that's by mail, you can request to have a ballot mailed to you, you can fill it out and then and mail that back. Um, they, we also do early voting, um, in public libraries and in our municipal clerk's offices. Um, so you can actually go in and t vote, you know, within a window, uh, a couple weeks before, or like uh, starting a couple weeks before, um, and then coming up to the Friday before election day, you can actually go in and, um, vote at your local library, um, or other, location that, that your municipality municipality decides. Yeah. So. Um, I, I always, uh, well, I don't always vote early because sometimes it's exciting to see how many people are voting that day. But if I'm out of town or whatever, uh, it's, uh, a great, uh, possibility. I think, I think it, you're right in Minnesota here, it opens up a couple of weeks beforehand and, and then also, uh, mail-in is even earlier. I do believe. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm someone who usually ends up voting early as well, just because, you know, chances are I'm going to have a lot of work to do on election day. Um, yeah. so I, I like to go and I, I like to go vote, um, early at my neighborhood library branch. And it's just as, I mean, it's, a lot of times just as busy um, as, you know, maybe a little bit of a slower time on election day at your polling place. You know, there there are people there, like a trickle or a steady stream of people that are coming in and, and trying getting their ballots cast um, before election day. And, you know, if you if you are someone who then wants to help on election day and help turn out voters and help get people to the polls, you know, voting early is a really great way to make sure you take care of your own civic duty before you help everybody else. Wow. And I think when we get closer, uh, we'll be talking more about that, Arvina, about how people can do that. And that'll be Absolutely. exciting because of our Wisconsin uh, listeners and uh, also get uh, people in Minnesota engaged too. Hey, uh, before we uh, get an update about what's happening with the merge Wisconsin, I just have to get your take, and I don't know, you saw the movie Barbie, right? I did. You know, and Greta Gerwig uh, did not get an Academy Award nomination for director or writer, and I see uh, I see a, uh, a cartoon, an editorial cartoon with her saying, maybe they didn't understand the movie. <laughs> so I, what are your thoughts? I mean, that seems pretty dead on. Um, it, it, it seems, it seems, uh, you know, I, I could, I could talk, speak at length on this topic. Um, you know, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, um, a movie like the Barbie movie is not your typical Oscar bait movie. It is not a very, you know, crazy drama where an actor has to lose a bunch of weight or like go, be attacked by a fake bear or, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, you know, and, and it, 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 so, so, and, and I also think that because it is a movie that is, that is marketed and aimed towards women and younger women in particular, that, um, it's not seen as serious because there's so many things that, that are centered, you know, on, on women or things that are, are that happen in the media that are focused on me, on women and they aren't taken seriously. And that goes, you know, fr from the movie industry into our everyday lives, you know, when, I mean, even down to like healthcare and, and safety, you know, they, they didn't, ha did you know that they didn't make 
women's crash test dummies until like the last, I think it was like the last decade or certainly last 20 years. Um, No one thought to see what the difference of the distribution of weight in in different parts of the body might how that might affect someone in a crash um and so i think that this is just a a symptom of a huge societal problem where um no one where where the the society doesn't take seriously the things that are important to women whether it is our entertainment or whether it is our safety in driving in cars i mean Hopefully nowadays we can t- we're taking two steps back and we took three back with Trump. We can two steps back to take three forward because, I mean, just common sense. I mean, being a former high school teacher and uh, when you bring up these uh, these issues like uh, pay equity, <laughs> you know, equal pay things like that, they're like going, "You boomers have really messed up this world here," and hopefully. Uh, that can be repaired by the next generations. I mean, hopefully it can be repaired by the next administration. You know, I mean, let's not wait till the next generation. I mean, it's insane to me that there is not a law, you know, regarding equal pay in the United States that that has been codified into law in our year 2024. You know, it's it's absurd. (laughs) It's exactly. not like we're half the population or anything. Exactly. And, and the, the smarter part of the population, too, I might <laughs> add here. You know, we wouldn't have uh, Native Roots Radio if it hasn't been all the great uh, women producers like Haley that have been running the show, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it reminds Absolutely. me, there's, there's a very viral TikTok sound going around right now. Um, and a younger woman, uh, probably my age, Gen Z, and she says... Well, how hard can it be? Men do it. And it's uh, it's gone pretty viral. And the, the comments about just from the men and even just younger men are just so rude. And so, you know, they're just so upset about it. And it's like you're just learning this, you know. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it just goes along with kind of the whole situation and and uh, the, yeah. the, the division between the genders. I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I, like you said, Arvina, this next uh, election, that's uh, get the Senate and the House and the presidency and have a trifecta and do what we're doing here in Minnesota uh, is passing good, smart bills for everybody. Absolutely. Let's, let's codify, you know, access to abortions. Let's make sure that women have access to, you know, healthcare, reproductive healthcare. Um, you know, there's so many people that don't even understand that, that reproductive healthcare does not just mean babies and, and pregnancy. Um, you know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of diseases that, oh, we don't know a ton about because they haven't been researched the same as, as diseases or conditions that affect men as well, or just men, um, you know, and like, not to, not to make you uncomfortable, but it's insane that, that, uh, um, that you can go to the doctor and get an IUD placed without anesthesia. Whoa. I mean, mm-hmm. That hurts. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was, and I was, was going to say too, you can get Viagra, but yet there is no male uh, contraceptive out there. How, how, how is that even possible? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and hopefully, you know, uh, Democrats, uh, in both houses of the, the legislature, as well as in the White House will, you know, lead to more of these things that, that are common sense. And, you know, like I said, affect a huge portion of the, uh, population. Um, you know, get get these things into law that protect access to things that that make that that make us healthy um, and things that that keep us safe. Uh, it's it's absolutely absurd to me. I, I just it blows my mind, and I'm starting to get a little riled up. <laughs> right, on. that's good. That's good radio and good uh, TV. But hey. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, we got to pray for Wisconsin, get out the vote. And then we got like a minute left here. Do you got any updates with the merge? And uh, we can maybe uh, 
send out the website and get people in Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah, because of the the Supreme Court decision that declared our legislative maps unconstitutional, unconstitutional, excuse me, um, we have reopened our applications and our applications are open until February 9th. Um, mm-hmm. If you are a woman or a non-binary person that it feels comfortable in female-centered spaces, you should definitely apply. Um, you can go to wi.emergeamerica.org for our website and... And we actually have a pop-up right there that will take you to the application. Or you can email me at arvina at emergewi.org and ask me questions. I'm happy to answer them. Um, you know, I say this every time that, that representation matters and we need people and we need our community to be represented at every level of government, um, from school boards to county boards, state legislatures to the U.S. Senate and the presidency. You know, you think of the, that quote about, well, how many women on the Supreme, you know, when will there be enough women on the Supreme Court? And the answer is when there's nine. And we need to get one native on the Supreme Court, let alone nine. <laughs> Absolutely. Arvina, big peeny geeky, thank you so much for stopping in. And uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully. I know you're yeah. busy and it's hit or miss, but we love having you on. This is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back. Thank you. As we age, it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it. Like the flu, COVID-19 is always changing. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines. By getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines, you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick. Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis Air. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM 950. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! Howl! <laughs> hey, welcome. Uh, we have uh, Robert Blake, who's uh, owner of Solar Bear, and... Uh, director of Native Sun, and he has the wolf hat on, too, that he's going to give me when he gets those courtside seats for us to watch the wolves. Uh, Robert, welcome, as always. Hey, how's it going, um, Robert? There's there's a lot going on. I love doing that that, that, uh, Howling for Wolves uh, piece. That's (laughs) always been my favorite. You know, when we first started... I mean, going on like four now, what four years or something now? Uh, Wendy was doing that, and and I, I remember, and that was always the funnest part of doing yeah. the radio show back at, at the yeah. studios in Eden Prairie. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'd go out to eat, 
And then we went to uh, Jay Selby's, who used to be a sponsor of ours, and had some vegan vegan food. And then also, Robert, I just got to tell you this: if you've only you've been on longer than four years, because we just celebrated seven years in the beginning of January. Yes, I have been on longer. Than, oh my god, that is that is crazy, Robert. That that time has flown like that. <laughs> that is unbelievable. And and uh, I just got to say, Robert, like congratulations. I mean, you are inc- absolutely correct. You know, we even went to Iowa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all sure the presidential did. candidates. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing was, Biden was uh, not running that that time. And that was the first Native American uh, caucus, uh, presidential caucus. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, how incredible was that, that like he didn't even wasn't even on the ballot and he won. Um, and I mean, I think that says a lot to like. I, you know, I, I guess you could say, I, I mean, Dean Phillips, all right, you, you made your point, you know, you, you got attention. Um, but like, let's get back to reality here and, and, um, let's get all, let's get all on the same page. Um, and, and, you know, let's prepare, um, you know, Biden for, you know, um, this coming election is, is, is my feeling. Yeah. Um, and and um and, and let's all rally and, and come together and because there are more of us than there are Republicans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got to keep oh, them engaged. And 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 I think it's kind of disingenuous, like I said before, Robert, that you know they they play on this thing like you know there's all these people that showed out for Trump and like there's like hardly I mean there wasn't a lot of people honestly you know so I, I don't I don't think that we should put too much into um, as, as much that, what was it that, 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 that Todd, that Richard Todd guy or whatever, he was explaining, um, that the, 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 the show out for, uh, Nikki Haley actually is going to benefit Biden right. in the general election. Actually, he was explaining right. that situation. He says, this does not look good for, uh, Trump voters because here's the reason why. And he explained it. And I can't remember what he, what he, what he said, but, um, I thought it was a pretty good point. Well, I don't think they can flip eight eight million votes, and plus, uh, we have new voters coming and that need to be engaged and uh, and registered. And I think we talked about in the last segment with our our emerge Wisconsin friend uh, Arvina that you know get out there and get the vote out there and get people engaged and uh, not listen to the listen to the uh, press, you know, the corporate media is talking about all these things just to get uh, people to listen. And it's ridiculous. We, we talked about Haley here being a Gen Zer, and she's never been polled. Yeah. And, and Robert, that, that reminds me too, if I could just real quick uh, do a, a, a shameless plug here. Um, I'll be speaking over at the Renew um, Energy event in Madison, Wisconsin on February 1st. And this is the Wisconsin's uh, biggest uh, uh, renewable energy event. And um, there's a lot of good work uh, going on in Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to um, be one of their uh, uh, key speakers uh, next week. And um, really excited in the direction that um, Wisconsin is heading as far as uh, as re- uh, renewable energy is concerned. So if, any, if you get a chance, everyone, you're listening, check it out. Wisconsin seems like, uh, to me, having some really good stuff happening. Some really good people pushing some really good initiatives over there. Uh, the Renew event will be held in Madison, Wisconsin on February 1st. Uh, do you know exactly where? Because I might uh, trek down there in my uh, Camry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be held, um, uh, well, it's it's in the Madison. Mona, <laughs> Mona, Mona, Mona Terrace? Uh, yeah, like. yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be held in, in Wisconsin. Um, at Matt in Madison, and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to look up. It's the Renew Wisconsin Summit, um, and um, I just don't have it in front of me right now. We'll talk about it next week. Then that's cool because uh, I, I definitely want to want to check that out. I might might drive out there and uh, sit at your table with you and put a little yeah, holy oh, on or something. Yeah, yeah, it, it's the 2024 Renew Wisconsin Summit, um, and it's presented by Arch, and um, it's February 1st, um, 
And that's all I have in front of me right now. We'll Google it and uh, get it out there. Haley, have any questions for Bob? I mean, uh, it's a good time. It's a scary time to live as a Gen Zer, but also a good time too, don't you think, Haley? I hope so. Um, <laughs> I was just driving out yesterday home from Dresser, Wisconsin, and um, was seeing some huge solar panels on some rural schools out there, and I was really excited to see that. Um, and it made me think of you, our uh, solar bear with uh, the solar news, <laughs> Bob, Bob Blake. You and, know, it, um, yeah, I just I hope that we can get see more solar panels and a lot more buildings and we need to be planting trees in big cities and and uh, growing our uh, medicine everywhere where we can. And I don't know. I just yeah. hope we, get, we go we go green all the way. And and um. And real quickly, it's the at the Manona Terrace and Convention Center. That's where perfect. It's be at. Right, right on the lake there. All right, perfect. Yep, yep that's where it's going to be. At. And then, um, uh, yeah, Haley, you know, um, the, the Solar for School program has been super successful here in Minnesota, and um, it really does give the opportunity for districts to apply for for. There's a certain amount of dollars that is allocated by the legislation. Um, to uh, uh, install solar projects on top of uh, schools. Um, all schools in the state of Minnesota are qualified. I think that, that they got something similar going on in Wisconsin. And I'm really excited next week to be at this, con- at this, at this convention um, because uh, uh, just, to, just to really hear about all the other things that, um, uh, that are happening um, in Wisconsin. Um, a really good story here, Robert, that I wanted to share with you real quick is Michigan approves $13.5 million in grants and incentives for, uh, for companies that are, assembly, that are involved in battery assembly for electric vehicle charging production. Now, the reason why this is important, Robert, is because uh, more and more of these incentives are coming out for battery manufacturing, and, and we need to be able to get uh, you know, this domestic supply and this kind of chain supply going in um, our country. So I think this is a really good move by Michigan. Um, and obviously that's where the big auto companies are. So there's no, mm-hmm. you know, there's no like, you know, that, that's, it's a good reason why that's happening. But I think that th- this is really opportunity for other states and other areas to get involved with the, um, w- w- with this uh, battery, uh, you know, chain supply. Um, and, and, and you're going to start seeing everyone kind of like the old traditional vehicles where we're going to have all these different supply chain folks that are going to be involved. And then that's going to create a bunch of different jobs. So it's happening. It's going quick. And um, I'm really excited for this transition to continue to happen. First, the Lions are living, winning all these games. And now uh, Michigan's going to end up uh, with their economy turned around. That sounds awesome. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then I'll also be at the Pechanga Department of Energy Indian um, conference out in California, out in California speaking. Um, and I'll be talking about electric vehicles to all the tribes out there. Right I on. Way, Robert. Well, I'll have to try and make it out there too. Hey, thank you so much. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Now.